Warning, self-control does not share the same views of the influencers that you see on wrestling Twitter. The comments and opinions you will hear in this episode will make you feel some kind of way. Accordingly, the umbrella must insist that you know from jump that we do not care. We at self-control must insist that you listen and make your own opinions and do not attempt to contact us on that bullshit. We will read them and laugh at you in our group chat or pre-production meetings on the phone, accordingly. That's my greatest fear, that if, if I lost control or did not have control, things would just, you know, I would be fatal. Easy. <laughs> That's the album right there, man. Donda Esta. It is 11-11 on the East Coast. People are listening to Heartbeats right now in the stadium. Elon <laughs> Musk is there. First of all, we got prizes. Is, is Antonio Brown there? Probably. This, this device that Ye got people uh, buying. The stem player? Right. Stem player. It's 200? 238 yeah. plus shipping and handling. Plus shipping Ooh. and handling, right. Can't forget about that SNH. It is but it's crazy, bro. Trans, can you can you do the same? So if you purchase the stem player, we'll be able to break the music down like that on your phone. You can only do like that on the stem. I think you can do, do that on the stem. Uh, okay. If you hook it up to the aux, I know some people could hack them and stuff like that, but I don't know. They should have like I don't know. They should have like some type of interface to where you can like see it on your phone and see what you're doing or whatever. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. You already start this shit. You already start this show. Sure. It's eleven eleven. Make a wish, everybody. I wish we had Donda too. Ooh. Okay. Oh, I wish I wish I was an enhancement talent for Nikita. Lions. And I wish, and I think. Bro, don't do that on. Don't do that, man. Don't do that on Black History Month, man. Don't don't, don't something like that for Black History Month, man. Don't. No, this 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 won't this won't drop till next week. It'll be the end, right? No, we dropping this tomorrow. Yeah, we dropping this tomorrow, nigga. <laughs> Basically doing, what Chance, basically doing what Chance did, but the marketing is like so much like, man, this this Donna shit crazy. <sighs> All right, let's do this. What is that? <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> what are you doing, doing, baby? I, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. Right off the cuff. You know what's up? Self-control. <laughs> you don't give a fuck. Doing it great. Y'all know what's up. <laughs> All right, man. All right, I'm ready. Okay. I was just tripping, but we we back. Y'all back? Y'all y'all with me? We's with right, you. We sound right, crystal clear out here. Oh, ready already? Let's, let's do it. <laughs> you 
know it's serious when you bring the strings in. songs like that like with whole skits and shit with the music in the background no more like man the art form is you know all the niggas like rockwell used to do shit like that start prioritizing other things and the music and the recording of it yeah Yeah. hold on hold on we're gonna talk about that too during the show Mm -hmm. but i don't know what to say to him man i don't know what to say to him tell you still care Oh. It's been a long time. I never think I was going to see you again. See, you haven't changed. It's so Block party, this that Saturday, you know, no pun intended, no pun intended. Saturday morning cleaning, the endless. Yeah, that's that Saturday morning cleanup or Sunday or Sunday. Well, Sundays for church. Sorry about that, but yeah, that Saturday morning. Yeah, we we cleaning. That's that. That's that block party. Your uncle holding on, holding it down on the grill, dancing with spatula in hand, with them like you know those grill sandals, those brown joints. 
the brown leather joints. Yes, sir. Yeah, my uncle wore that though. The the faded glory joints. They're the OGs. They the OGs. I mean the OG grill joints. They the a lot of old heads got the brown joints. It's like it's it's a national grill staple on the foot on the footwear part. But that that thing that's a bad that's a bad joint right there, man. That's Saturday love. Mm. All right, y'all. How we sounding, Rito? We sounding crystal clear and perfect. Low. How we sounding, bro? You heard the man. Hmm. All right. <laughs> Let's proceed to the proceedings this evening, ladies and gentlemen. He, him, she, her, they, them, y'all. Welcome to another edition, to another episode of the Self Control Podcast, where the energy never dies and the energy never lies. My name is Naj, and I'm here with my homies, my brethren, not co-hosts, just my brothers, man. To the left of me, the man in the red hoodie. Sometimes he wears blue, but when you say the name, you gotta say three of them eyes. You know what we call them? Philly Kravitz, Dread Hampton. You know, so many names, so many AKA, so many aliases, the cops still can't get them. <laughs> Recently free from Twitter prison, oh, the Mumia Abdul-Jamal of Twitter, ladies and gentlemen, Lorenzo for real. The talk is different. The talk is different. <laughs> and to the right of me, a man that can, the, a man that who can only introduce himself like none other. The floor is yours, sir. What's going on, Control Center? It's your boy, the Puerto Rican powerhouse, son of Sinbad, the Puerto Rican Craig David. You got to understand that this isn't visual, but you hear me and you feel me. Catch me in Doja Cat's live feed saying, babe, and her freaking out saying, I can't show the world this. It's too good. It's too good. It's your boy, Rito. That was mm. good. Yeah, yeah, you was good on that one. Hey man, undefeated. Listen, listen undefeated. they they left me off of the NBA seventy five because MJ didn't want to be in the same room as me. I understand how it feels. I put up fifty on a bad night. Yeah, <laughs> I feel you, bro. I like that. I like that energy from you. I like it a lot. All right, y'all. This is another edition, another episode of Self Control. Uh, it is episode forty three. Forty third right. Street. Yes, 43. Sir. Yes, sir. Here we are. Yeah, man. Seven away from 50. 57 away from 100. I like those numbers. Mm-hmm. And, okay, I'm sorry. So, it's episode 43, and we have no, um, no docket. We're just shooting off the fly. It's an air. What, what was it? Two minute offense. Yeah. yeah. So two minute offense. Yeah. We we, we playing seven pressure. seconds or seven seconds or less. Dan Antonis. <laughs> Here's the thing. <clears throat> what was happening was we let Kanye West take over the docket. We said, "Yo, Kanye, you got the docket." He said, "Yeah, I got you." We still waiting for it. Donda está. Donda <laughs> two. <laughs> Yo, man, I don't, I don't know what's going on with Kanye, man. Yo, like, I just feel like everybody's just like making. I, I feel like people are making a big deal, you know. Like, 
You know, like why does why do we care what Charlotte? Why do we care what um? Why do we care about what Charlotte thinks about you know about Kanye saying skeet? Like, like look at this man, like fucking Charlemagne, the fucking turncoat. Like, wasn't you like interviewing fucking Kanye in the woods at once upon a time? Using the woods with this man. Um, turncoat. <laughs> what? That the the, the term turncoat is hilarious. I feel like Charlamagne is a turncoat, man. He's like trying to think. He reminds me of like fucking Big Bubba from fucking wrestling. Like he was with WCW, then he went back to WWE as the big boss, but then he went back to WCW. Like from '96 to '99 or 2000, maybe. Like you saw. Big Bubba Ray Trailer like on WWE and WCW at least like a total like he, he at least switched sides at least six times, at least three times. Right, at least. At least. At least. And it's just like, bro, like man, like you was once in the woods with this man. Like you was talking about how much of a genius he is and how people don't understand him and how you was helping him and doing this, and now all of a sudden. Now you say he got problems. Now he's this, he's that. I don't know, man. Like I, I think the whole skeet shit is funny, and I don't think he's talking about skeet as in like come. Like I don't think he's referring to that when he's saying skeet. Like that's what Charlamagne was talking about on um that show with that other dude who um who looks like he says the 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 n word a lot. Jordan Schultz. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I think Jordan Show says the N-word a lot. Yo, yo, real quick though, sidebar. Wait. That Planet of the Apes bar by Joe Rogan. Apparently what? he was he was he was talking about Philly. I didn't know that. I just found it out today. Say what? The Joe Rogan statement he made recently, well, it came out, right? You know, Joe Rogan is racist, he said the N-word and among some other, mm-hmm. you know, not so great things. He made a comment about the planet of the apes. It's been like a thing. That's been going around. Joe Rogan said black people are like Planet of the Apes. Well, apparently, that that came through a sh- you know it was a clip you know from one of his episodes where he was saying like he was with his friend in Philly and they was high and they went to the movies and they thought they was about to go to a nice movie theater or something like that and they hopped out the car and it was like Planet of the Apes in there. Whoa! So I'm pretty sure he probably was at. I don't know if he was like out out the county. I don't know where this guy was at. But just to even like say some shit like this, just like <laughs> that was just like a, that, that was a sidebar. Just the racism thing. It just fuck yeah. It's freestyle. I just think um, I don't. I don't know, man. They they're just trying to label this man crazy and just making it seem like I don't know, man. Well, you but this know. Is typical. This is the typical rollout for for Kanye right now, man. I just. You can't exploit your family for the rollout of your album. Do you think he's exploiting his family? Slightly. I think... What do you think is just all happening at the same time? What? Like, the, the, the exploitation in the album release? <laughs> I think the, what it is is that it, it's... It's, it's no happening fast. Like, I get it. But, yeah, Rito. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think what's happening, too, that's crazy is, you know, all this is going on. He's, he, like... It's 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 chess to him, and we're probably just watching from a different perspective. But like all this happened at once, and then the same week you're rolling out your documentary, like 
He knows what he's doing because, you know, I'm seeing all this. I'm like, yo, he's crazy. He's that. Like, I'm just, I don't know. He needs some help. Ah, ah, ah. And then I watch Genius and I'm like, yo, like, I kind of sympathize for him now. Like, is it because Donda's not there anymore or is it what's happened? Like, when you watch that documentary, just to kind of segue into the whole documentary, because we've all seen that, I assume, right? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. I think, like, you see the early signs of Kanye, but I think it's just more passion than anything. Like, you know, he was walking inside studio, uh, record labels, Def Jam, playing All Falls Down for Everyone, and everyone's just walking past him like, oh, yeah, you're going to get that printout? We're going to do that rollout? Oh, what you ordering for lunch? Like, it was humbling to see that because no one has truly seen that sign to Kanye, you know? Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. But it was... I thought watching it was really inspiring, man, because, you know, like you said, you know, he looked like a man on a mission. He looked, you know, determined and everything, you know. He took out his retainer. Like, you could make a drinking game about how many times Kanye takes out his retainer. What's that right there? That's my retainer. Why you got it on there? That don't go there. (laughs) (laughs) He got got cussed out by Uncle Face, yo. (laughs) How you get cussed? Yo, Uncle this, Faze. This family business. All right. Leaves, doesn't... Like, what I liked was how he handled the situation with Doug Infinite. Like, you know, that could have been handled differently. I don't know what was edited. I don't know WAP and all that, but it's... It's crazy. It was... It's a good documentary, though. I'm waiting to see the part where they show uh, this dude talking about, without an arm, I spit. Without an arm, I spit. Oh, you talking uh, about D-Ray? Yeah, because they got the girl dancing in the video from Through the Wire, so I was like, damn, you know, this dude, uh, Cootie's, like, getting it done. He got so many hours of footage. Oh, my gosh. And that's the thing, like, for me, like, I'm a, and I'm a, you know, even <clears throat> in this small little... Shout out, to, shout out to Cootie um, and Cheek, mm-hmm. you know. I'm sorry to cut you off. My bad, man. No, you're definitely shout out to uh, Cootie and Cheek. But, I mean, I mean, so, for me, it's like, I, I definitely, I, I was watching this as a uh, 13, 14-year-old low. You dig what I'm saying? I don't know what this boy is going to do in the future necessarily, but, like, I know, like, I'm listening to, you know, the Best of K West mixtape, the instrumentals, you know what I mean? College dropout, the registration up to this point. So I was watching it as him. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, that was just, like, but even then, like, I, I'm an adult while watching it. It was just, like, that Like that was just, like, some of the best. It just reminded me of just, like, the come up, you know what I mean, the whole Rockefeller thing you know what i mean like a lot of that old footage that uh choke no joke shot like a lot of that stuff you know what i mean and, and, and again shout out to cootie and chica but it's just like just all of those feelings you dig what i'm saying like that's that's like my favorite like kanye you dig what i'm if i you know if i'm you know if we got to do that but um yeah but just those days and stuff like that like knowing that this project is you know what i mean two decades in the making um and we about to get more parts of it you dig what i'm saying it's like it, it kind of feels like it is like an album so to speak it's just visual and it's from you know what i mean it's like it's it's, it's like it, it feel like feel like some it feel like some beatles anthology type stuff in the i like yo i like the way you brought up beatles anthology because i remember when beatles anthology came out like that was like a big thing yeah yeah like that yeah. was a big thing when the anthology came out and um i mean you know the college dropout video anthology like like this that you know what i mean just yeah that feeling, but like as far as like a you dig what I'm saying? I like, the height of artists that he had now. You know what I mean? I kind of, before I went into it, you know, when he was, I was just thinking about the jokes and he was talking about how he wanted Drake to, you know, to narrate it and how, you know, he needed final say and all that stuff. I was thinking about the jokes, but I was hearing a lot of good things from a lot of from a lot of people. You know, our homie Trina 
you know, the homie Trina who works at Netflix. Uh, she uh, she told us good things about it, and uh, I just went into that with an open mind, and I like the fact, you know what, I like Cootie's story. The fact that Cootie's story is so wrapped up into Kanye's makes it even more enthralling for me, because yeah. like it's not just him. You're seeing two people kind of just take a leap of faith and be like, yo, like this is what we're trying to do here. Yeah. So when you, so when you see that with Cootie narrating it, and it's great to see Cootie narrating it because you kind of hear from somebody who's on the outside, but also in the inside look, you know, who's on the inside. You know, he's kind of like sharing his insight on the situation. Yeah. On what he on what he saw, how he felt about it. And I feel like that's so I feel like that's important to this documentary. Um so yeah, shout out to them, man. Um Cootie and Cheek, man, like we said, like they did the through the wire video, they've done so many currency videos. Um mm-hmm. some of the best videos too. And and the, the thing that's that was that I liked about it, like you know how like some people they'll put together some extravagant documentary to make it seem like like it seems so forced, it's like Oh yeah, this is where you know ah 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 happened. Oh, this is oh look, my teacher's here. You know, just like, like not to compare it to another documentary, but like, look, my I could fly or see me fly the Travis Scott joint. Like it felt like a lot of that stuff was just like kind of like thrown in together. Where this is like, it's like watching home movies. You know, like you're sitting there watching home videos. Like oh yo, that's so so. Oh yo, like and yeah. then just just hearing like Kanye rap all falls down from like the outside's perspective as he's like, you know patting it down, getting it down perfect. It's just like like for lack of better words, it's like watching Picasso paint. It's just like seeing damn. him and seeing him with Donda kind of just tugs at you, man. Because oh, like I read this uh I read this tweet. Uh Donna's mom knew um all of Kanye knew all of Kanye knew the words to all of Kanye's songs. My mom told me to get a job. It's funny, but when you think about it, you like damn like word like Oh, dude, when she was like, oh, remember that one? And she, like, rapped the whole verse. And yeah, then, and, like, it's just, like, man, like... And just yo. just hearing her big him up, she's like, yeah. Like, she says his name every sentence. Like, like she loved him. And then, like, the one thing that got me where, like, I had to pause because, like, I was like, yo, I got to call my mom, was when she's looking at his chains and she's like, oh, I like an angel. You know, now you got an angel watching over you. And, you know, it's after yeah. what happened, it's just... And her, kept on, and, her, and her talking about good, good. And you're like, yeah, man. Yeah, like, she's like, oh, dude. And she's just big. Like, you know when your mom says your name so many times just because she's so happy to see you? It's just like, like, I call my mom. It was like almost 11, 12 at night. She's like, what are you doing calling me? Just want to say I love you. And then she, she starts. Say, I love you, mom. And then she, <laughs> she starts singing the Stevie Wonder song. And I was just like, all right, all right. I'll talk to you tomorrow. And it, it, it was sweet. But, like, I talk to my mom almost every day. But it's just crazy just seeing that just got a reaction out of me and it's just Kanye knows what he's doing you know Kanye and Cootie they, they know what they're doing like you see the humanity behind it all because at the end of the day some people see Kanye as just the first name basis or like yay and it was crazy for him to say oh one day you know what I'm just gonna have people call me yay this is 20 years ago you know it's and just him insight, man. and then him going through the process of talking to like these people like yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. And then the people just like you, you can tell when someone's buying into something, but they're not buying what you're selling. Mm-hmm. 
They're just like, mm-hmm, yeah, 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 no, I'll talk to your guys. I'll have my guys talk to your guys. And you saw how happened. Jay was sudden them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dame didn't even want to give him the chain. I, I at least I read it on some blood. Yeah, Jay, Jay didn't want to give him Jay didn't want to give him the chain. Uh Dame gave him his chain, which has the canary yellow diamonds in it. This white and canary yellow diamonds. He gave so Dame gave him that one. And Dame was yeah, like, yo, I, I hope he still he he like, in somewhere too, them lyrics. He said he's like, I hope he still has them fucking he's like, <laughs> what did Dame say? I hope he still has that fucking chain because <laughs> that was a lot of money. <laughs> Yeah, it, it it's funny too, just because like a nostalgic bomb, just seeing the style, like how much the culture has changed, just all the See, throwback jerseys. Just seeing the chain, just seeing the chaining day video, like I remember being young, like in 0304, seeing that video, and you see uh, announcing that he's rocking for like, and I remember like popping for that. So seeing it play out again, just just like it's just like what Lo said, like you're like you're 13 again. And you're looking at it, and you're just like, "This nigga's gonna be the greatest. Gonna be the greatest." <laughs> oh, dude! I ran back college dropout after I was done. I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna listen to this." Like, and you know, it's the best. Bro, outro I listened to the last call like twenty times. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. You know, like see, like finally seeing who three H, like finally seeing like certain like names, faces to the names. Like when he's talking about three H, you finally see who the fuck three H is. Right. You know, it's just like, damn, man. Like, yeah, we gonna sound with Rockefeller, Rockefeller, yo. <laughs> Change the game, man. It was, it's, it's, it's interesting what to see what's after the fact, like through the wire. I want to like, see how he does see that. Rock is pass. Like, how does yeah. Rock is pass on Kanye, bro? Like, a lot of people, like that. That's that thing. So who was on board? I mean, like, yeah. even, like, with the no ID thing, right? Like, Oh, dude, that was crazy, too. To See, seeing a, a baby face Don C, you know, hucking tees and whatnot. Right. New creative I mean, it's like, it's like, Chicago like, Bulls, by the seeing, way. You, like, seeing hip-hop, you see hip-hop, I was like, I was like oh, shit, they go hip-hop. Like, it's crazy. It right, Joshua, right? Like, yeah, Joshua. Like, MTV2 back when it, it was actually MTV2. Like, like, I've never... I, I was thinking about it. Even before I watched it, I was like, have I ever seen Kanye and Jess in the same room together? Like, I was like, I've, I don't think I've ever seen Kanye and Jess in the same room. Yeah. You, you and know then we saw like, Kanye and Jess in the same fucking room. And then in that same... Like, that same breath, he was just like, really? you know, this is my best friend and my arch nemesis. It's like Magneto and Xavier. <laughs> And it's, uh, that's perfect. That is exactly perfect. Cause, and that's how it was supposed to be. Like, I don't, well, just, he really don't produce like that no more. He's mostly like a DJ and shit. But like, that's how, like, it seemed like what he said to Pharrell, like, um, like, yo, man, you kind of like, I forgot what he said to him, but he, he's just like, yo, like, it meant a lot, dog. Like, it's just, yeah, man, I'm ready to see the next episode. Talib, Talib, and most deaf, you know, in the cardio, you don't play. What? Hold on. Why? <laughs> well, there's a purpose. Well, first of all, what did you say? What did you say? He said something about Talib Kweli. No, no, no just... I, I know, but then what? Did, what was your reply? Just say it no. again. Fuck Talib Kweli. All right, I just want to make sure we got it for the. Yeah. Hmm. 
Yeah. So what? So go ahead. Why? Why? why he want Rita wants to know why you feel that way. So go ahead, Nash. I just wanted to make sure we got that. <laughs> this is like a real beef. Like this is like a real beef. Like, like it's real. Like fuck Tyler Quali. Like I'm a moderator yeah. here, but I just wanted it to be heard. <laughs> low okay, so Lowe's around for this. This is yeah. like this is like pre self control. This is like years ago. You know, Tyler Quali is just talking stupid on Twitter, and I called him out about it. And then he started saying like stupid shit. And like with Talib, like he weaponizes his his fucking his his followers and shit. Like them niggas will dox you. Like them niggas will fuck you up, dog. Um. So, this is like when uh when Reese at first came out with those allegations about like how he was trying to like you know, say like how he's like sexually assaulted her and everything and stuff like that, and then uh, he was saying like no I didn't and all type of shit. So I said something to him and he came back and me and him went back and forth, like for like days, yo, know? like like me and this dude was like. Oh, that's crazy! I, yeah, didn't even, like I had no idea. Like, if we see each other out here, like I don't know if it's, if we see each other, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yo, well, fuck that nigga, yo, like, like, yeah, that's crazy. Like niggas yeah. was talking about that on Facebook. It was like, yo, they're like, yo, have y'all been on on Twitter? Yo, now he's just randomly beefing with Talib Kweli. Like, it's just, shit, just crazy. Like these niggas arguing with each other. Yeah. Yeah, Twitter's crazy. So since we just on the fly, we can get back. But just real quick, and it is, I guess it's about this, right? Um, I just don't care. Swan don't get Twitter, <laughs> huh? That's the whole care. Swan don't got a Twitter. <laughs> Karis too. Yeah, that <laughs> guy. <laughs> um, I, so uh, Kanye West, right? On the subject of Kanye West, around like 2011, 2012, um, Kanye, uh, excuse me. Kanye was scheduled, and I think it ended up happening. Did like a month, two month residency at I'm I'm not sure right now. Don't quote me on it. The Palm, somewhere in Vegas, DJing. Kanye was DJing residency at the Palms, right? One of my favorite producers of all time. I don't know if I ever spoke this up on this podcast before, if I ever. I, I believe I've definitely t- tweeted about it, but you know, what I mean, it's you know they they, you know, you, you just keep scrolling right as usual. But I don't know if I if I've made Naj. Uh, uh, knowledgeable of this of this event on Twitter, <clears throat> so Ninth Wonder starts tweeting about how Kanye shouldn't be doing the residency in Vegas. He shouldn't be getting that money. He's not a DJ, so on and so forth, right? And so you know, it, you know, whatever, you know, Twitter in those days was you know as they are now, right? But it would you know, and people would engage with you. So sometimes you know they they would. So that I, shit was wasteland. Yeah. <laughs> But it was, I, I, it was what it was. It was kind of cool, I guess, for what it was. But Ninth Wonder, uh, I ended up adding him. I was like, you know, why can't Kanye, you know, be a DJ here? You know what I mean? He producer just like you. Like, yo, you know what I mean? Like DJing. I'm trying to make my argument, right? Like, I'm like 18, 19 at the time. Um, and we, you know, it was a thing. You know what I mean? He, but you could tell that, like, people like Ninth Wonder and certain people that are, I guess, more so of, of the backpack persuasion, if you will. Uh, we, you know, we brought up Knife Wonder on this podcast before, for sure. Talked about, you know, Little Brother and things of that nature. Shout out to North Carolina, the whole state. However, uh, this particular conversation was about Kanye and how he, you know what I mean, and Ninth was, well, he wasn't feeling it. So it's interesting, at the time I had the word journalism in my, uh, in my bio, right, to, you know, it was what I was doing and what I was studying at the time. Uh, so I thought, um, 
And so he was like, yeah, I see in your bio that you say that you're a journalist. He was like, one day you're going to see what I'm talking about, about, you know, you see, because you say you're a journalist, do you know what real journalism is? And I was like, yeah, like I fucked with the argument. Crazy. Yeah. Shit. In, in, in real time. I'm like, yeah, this is this is dope. I'm kind of, you know what I mean, getting some, v, you know, some VH1 Red Bull green room Heineken shit from, you know what I mean? Just in real, just, you know, this it felt like that at the time. It's like, yeah, man, you dig what I'm saying? Like, it's. My, one of my favorite producers of all time. So, long story short, I, I kind of see what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not to say that I, you know, that Kanye still shouldn't be doing them. You know what I mean? But just, it, just for his argument, that was just that yeah. was like a cold argument in real time. You know what I mean, I like I like the case that he made against that man. But I think it was just more so for those guys that like you know just felt kind of chippy or not necessarily salty about Kanye at that time and what he was doing and. In music and in uh, you know I guess other arenas, but yeah, man, it was it was just interesting back and forth. But oh, yeah. you, these you, dudes, you, they they get down with people on Twitter, man. These some guys I, from the nineties. I miss those old days too because like some celebrities, like I remember back in I want to say twenty twelve, maybe twenty ten, like a little after I graduated high school, I was just on there talking about um, no church in the wild, and then I was just like, yo, why does this drum sound so familiar? I was like, those sound like eighty eight keys drums. And then he was just like, oh, yeah, I worked on it back and forth. And then we were talking about uh, The Death of Adam, one of the best, like, it's in my top five all-time albums, if you ever get a chance to listen to it. But I was just talking with him about The Death of Adam and all that, and then how, like, some, certain songs sounded like Q-Tip songs. And then that's when it turned into a conversation where he was like, oh, yeah, I produced stuff for Tip, I produced stuff for The Tribe. Like, mm. it was a good time back in the day. I mean, granted, there was crazier things going on on the other side of Twitter. But I almost went to the Marine Corps ball with Jamel Hill. True story. <laughs> what? True story. I almost went to the, the Marine Corps ball with Jamel Hill. This was like during the age where like you can go on Twitter and ask yeah. you ask people out to the to the Marine Corps ball or whatever. Like one girl she had asked like Justin Timberlake and it came or some shit like that or whatever. Or like Taylor. It was like one of the Taylor Swift, like some nigga asked and she came. So I was like, fuck it. Yo, Jamel Hill, you want to go? And she was like, what's the date? And I gave her the date. She was like, she was like well, if I'm in Cali by then, like, yeah, I'm down. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, like, look, you see the tweet. Like, I, yeah. I posted it. Like, yeah, <laughs> almost happened, yo. Yo, Doja Cat, will you come with me to my friend's bar mitzvah? And that's... <laughs> if I doja cat to your homeboy's bar mitzvah is crazy. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, my, my homeboy's sons, but you know, same thing. Yeah. Um yeah. listen. Even more my... crazy here. Your homeboy's son's bar mitzvah is wild. <laughs> listen, it's wild, we, yo. We went through a friend of a friend, and I was just like, Y'all really get down like this? And he's like, Yo, come down. Like, my nephew's having one. We're gonna go down and like those parties. I basically always wanted to go to a bar mitzvah. So I ain't gonna front. It is remarkable. I'm trying to dance like Drake in there, like Lil Drake. <laughs> <laughs> I went to one uh, last summer, and it was it was popping. Like, basically, we were just told like, "Yo, don't record anything, don't do anything crazy." Just we we're like, "All right, nothing crazy happened." We were just having fun, but it was. Then who came? Nobody came. Nobody came. Oh. You know was, when they say like no cameras and everything, and here comes the NDAs. No, 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 no. It was just like a lot of people that sat on the executive boards and whatnot. That's all. It was. It was very. I was expecting someone to come out. I guess some like Italian like 
I don't even know some like bistro manager that was like big in the county. Nothing crazy. Yeah. All right, y'all. So we talked about Donda. We talked about our our Twitter gripes with people. What else we got? All Star Weekend. Did you guys tune in? Man. Boy. Man. So we we could start high or we could start low, and by low I mean Duncan and Timberland boots low. So listen, Cole Anthony, how, what, how dare born you? Born in Portland, Oregon, during Greg Anthony's stint with the Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, we got to yeah, I mean, Cole Anthony, that bull. You know what I mean? He, you know what I mean? Even Kenley, Kenley Camps for a while, killed it in high school. You do know what I'm saying? But like, you Even know, killing well, the dunk contest? <laughs> hell no. No, I, I just want to give him his props up front. Yeah, I mean these are guys that's in the NBA. You dig Tim's, Tim's the NFTs, yo. Tim's the NFTs. I was like, yo, I've seen it all, yo. Tim's like, the I, NFTs. <laughs> Tim's the NFTs. I've seen it all, bro. This is really scuffing my Tim's. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's scuffing my Tim's? But, but we got you know Obi Top and real name no gimmicks slam right. dunk champion. You know, we could raise that banner in the garden because that'll be the only banner for the next 30, 35 years. Knicks always win a dunk contest. When's the, last, the, la- the last time we won it was when Nate won it. <laughs> That's the last time we won it. Bro, y'all got when it. Nate had, when Nate had the fucking slam dunk conversation in a proverbial chokehold. Like, <laughs> yeah, bro, what the, remember that one year in Houston with Iguodala? Yo. And it took Nate like 14 tries and, he st- and Iguodala still got robbed. Oh, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I think AI got the MVP in that All Star game. I gotta go back and check. No, not that one. I think it was a few years. I before. saw what you said. You said you had to, I saw what you said. You said you had to watch. Oh, um, you had to watch Seventeen all over again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, it was. It was interesting. They was. They was. Yeah. I, that was unexpected last year. I mean, I mean that. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, yeah, 17, 17, 17, yeah, 17 is a classic year. 16, too. 16 wasn't, yo. 16 was classic in New York. The first one he won. Zach Levine. Nah. Who was the last, like, star? But the, one, he, but the, one, but the one in Houston, that's when, like, that was, like, Jordan Dominique, too. Like, that's, like, them niggas was, like, when Gordon was, like, yo, let's get it. Like, like yo, like, what's up? Like, we, like, we here. Oh, like, we got to dig to the through, through the 2000s a little bit. Because, like, when was, like, the last, like, star-studded, like, 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 these four are, like, like, like at least, like, two all-stars are in the dunk contest type shit. Uh, like what? last time, o- it's been like that. Like I like in Oakland when it was like in Oakland. Uh, uh, Jason Richardson and get all in definitely. Like but when, when was the, when, when Shaq had the cam? That's the la- that's the, like the last star studied. Like O two was crazy and here. You still had Desmond. You had Steve Francis. You had Jason. I was at O one with um, yeah. in Washington. You that wasn't a few. yeah, but he that was, was a star. That was a star studied, but like. Like a Mari Jr. that year uh, in Denver with Birdman, Chris Anderson, like Josh Smith. Just like they, that was like attractive. Shaq, the check with the Dada on with the cam, like 2000, like that's the last great. Yeah, that that that's like the that's probably that's probably like the greatest one of all time. Like you can talk about Mike and Dominique and them. Um, you know what I mean? Eighty four. That's like, the last one where like you had like you had to be there. Well, seventeen is you had to be seventeen to sixteen is you had to be there, but. That was like, yo, like, where were you? Like, yeah. where, like, that's like that, like that, like, where were you? And I can remember where where I was at 
when I when I saw that slam dunk competition, I yeah. was in fucking Decatur, Georgia, at my uh, on my great aunt house. This is two thousand. I was eating curry chicken and chow mein that she had cooked up, cause you know, Ghani's household baby. So this I'm was- eating curry, and we all watching the um the slam dunk competition. I'm sipping on a ginger beer, and I'm seeing Jason Richardson just go like everybody like my uncles are making side bets and shit while they playing while they playing dominoes. And sipping on and sipping on fucking, you know, uh, nephew Tommy and fucking <laughs> and, the, <laughs> and the Guinness and shit. Like, yeah, yeah, it was real. That was a live night. That was definitely a live. That was night, a super man. live night, bro. Super like got to stay up late on that. I mean, it's off on Saturday, but still, you get to stay up like real extra, extra late a little bit. Like it's cool because, like, listen, man, in in Caribbean households, bro, like. I wasn't allowed to watch TV through, through the week. So I had to like, and this is like during the day of like, this is before fucking on demand, my nigga. Yeah. Like, this is before TiVo. Like, this is like you had to get like the VHS tape and like set set shows for fucking exactly. record and shit. Like, I had to go through tapes like every week, like just record all my, my fucking Pokemons, all my Jet Jacksons, all my even, you know. Was he even Stevens? Yeah, I think even Stevens. Like I'd record all of that shit. My bug juice. Yeah. All, like, wow. Yeah, you bug was competitive. Juice, they had you in the chokehold. Bug yeah. juice. Yo, if niggas know what I'm talking about when I say bug juice, bug, I'm bug. at you, man. It's up to party tonight. Yo, yeah, I wanted to go on bug juice. Though. I was like, yo, I'm about to be like, I was like, yo, the first kitty, kitty fucking real world in summer camp. I'm with it. Like, let's go. Like. Y'all wanted to go on Zoom. Y'all had Zoom, right, Rito, in the Boston area? So and, uh, I wanted to go on Zoom. I wanted to go on. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. Rito, so let me guess. I, Rito went to an audition. My mom took me to a Zoom audition. I was ah, like, I knew it. I'm called it. <laughs> called it. I, I, was, I know Naj, know, but I, I'm like, yo, Rito from the Boston, I'm the HYY Northeast. I'm like, this cat definitely know about Zoom. We so, never even had that conversation before on the side, pre or post. Come on and zoom, come on Call. and zoom, come on and zoom, 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 zoom. So, so I didn't speak much English at that age. I was like eight, seven, eight years old. So gotcha. they were like, they were like, listen, if you could read English, you could do it. And I'm just like, get. And it was just like my mom. Yeah, Rito. Yeah, my mom. <laughs> he said my mom was pissed. <laughs> A one, four, two, four. You was in ticket out the hood and you couldn't come through. <laughs> Yo, you ever see, you ever seen uh this is a, a throwback. Remember the show My Brother and Me? Yeah. Remember the episode where they did like I think it was like Roman and Juliet and the kid's standing there with the script and he's just like uh that was me. <laughs> Yo bro, real quick, bro. Shout out to BGW, man. Like, real rap, dog. The greatest thing, like, on some real shit, Tampa, man, Tampa is the greatest WrestleMania weekend that never happened. But I just got to refer to a tweet from the BGW account. Okay. Where they used the snippet from My Brother and Me. Go punch! Bro, these niggas said, that's the original, like, shout out to everybody that's out there making memes, right? Yeah, everybody that's getting their shit back public. Everybody, everybody, everybody. That's the like the original like goat status meme joint on wrestling Twitter. This these niggas said this how you know at Malcolm Valley. This how <laughs> Malcolm Bivens gonna be at Wale Mania, nigga. 
that sent me into fucking shock. That was like, Ooh, and like yo, the outfit that he had on, <laughs> nigga. It just, it just hit. It just hit on the TL. It just was the hey, shit. I, mean, I, I, I met Malcolm Bivens at a Wally Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> yo. yo. <laughs> I'm so yo, I keep coming in Oh, I just had you know. Listen, man, what? Dallas is gonna be like that's gonna be a time, man. Dallas is gonna be a time. It's just yeah. gonna be it, yeah. a lot of vibes. It's, just, it's gonna be a lot. Now. Not everybody down Fight Club last weekend too, man. Made that shit happen. Like that weekend. Oh fuck, man! I'm that week sorry. is gonna be fun, man. That week is gonna be fun. I just feel like I, I just I, I keep thinking about like it's gonna. Nah, it ain't gonna get crazy. It ain't gonna get wild. I like, I like, nah, it, it might get kind of wild. Wow. <laughs> like, punch, bro. I'm sorry, I'm still stuck on it. Like, like whew. that said that was gonna be his performance though. At wild, that shit was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this shit, I don't know, like, bro. So, like, what are we? Are we talking about a section? Are we getting a section? I mean, that should be okay. That's post conversation, but like, yeah, we're yeah. <laughs> Yo, All I mean is gonna be crazy though in Dallas. Oh, Yo, like, you definitely you unlocked the core memory. Like that was, I remember coming home to watch my brother and me, and then right after it was hanging with Mr. Cooper, and then right. and then uh, Hang Time on NBC. Oh, oh yeah. And then remember I, City Guys. I was just going to say City Guys. Yeah, all of that. Like, yo. Or California. I think time. it was California. California Dream. California, California Dream. Or whatever. Dreams. Or California Dreams. Yeah, the little band or whatever. Yeah, Hang Time was my shit. Smart yeah, uh, Was it Anthony Anderson in Hang Time? I think so. Or was it Omar? Or was it City? No, I think. No, I think Anthony Anderson was in City Guys. City Guys. <laughs> I used to watch that, and then like right after, if if it was on a rerun, I think it was on TNT or TBS. It was um, New York Undercover. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yo, let's talk about this right quick before we get to this Cody shit. All right. So, uh, Punch, TDE president, uh, suggests that the superstar era is over. He said it might be over for the superstar. Nothing is sustainable. Superstars are based off of moments that last. Nothing lasts more than two days now. When Mike moonwalked across the stage at Motown 25, that moment lasted decades. He then questioned if oversaturation was a cause of the death of the superstar. I think availability and just less or more transparency with a lot of these artists nowadays. Like back in the day, you, you in order to see Mike or see anybody of that caliber, you had to buy a ticket. You had to show up. Nowadays, you know, you see a superstar, you just go on your streaming service, see their live thing, or you go on YouTube, or you see some some sort of stream. You know, so you say saturation is oversaturated. Oversaturation and just. No original, no originality, because everything you know, no idea is ever original. You know, sometimes some people are inspired, or some people are just flat out copycats. That's another conversation for another day. But back to what I was saying, oversaturation is the cause of that. You know, 
Yeah. And those moments, too, like, you know, when he, when he said uh, the moonwalk. I think it's interesting, right? Because, you know, that's... I don't want to necessarily call that an outlier in a situation, but, like, my Michael Jackson made a certain music that was, like, you know what I mean, contemporary, like, for that time, that, you know what I mean, crossed over huge, right? In terms of hip-hop, you know, because do we just mean, like, hip-hop, or he's just saying in general, like... I feel like he's talking in general. Because, I mean... Who's, I mean, Beyonce, I mean. Beyonce definitely a superstar. So as far as hip-hop is concerned, Drake, you know, in, in terms of a, talk, a conversation about crossing over. Kanye. Drake, I feel like Kendrick. Like, Kendrick is, Kendrick is fucking out of here. You dig what I'm saying? Like, he's a global. Yeah. But, I mean, it, I mean, artists are coming. Rihanna. Around, you know. Yeah. Um, But oversaturation, I think, is a big part of this. And, like. You know what I mean? Like people gonna remember Beyonce Homecoming, I think, for a little while. Um, and then, you know, not, and I'm not necessarily comparing that, but I'm just like I'm trying, just trying to parallel like another moment that might have been like you know. But yeah, it's waning. It's definitely waning. It's you know what I mean we're not like churning out superstars by the you know what I mean it's definitely just the artists that's I guess people would say that are mediocre. It's definitely in terms of like new hip hop artists and like the littles and what people consider to be mumble rap, but. I think Wayne was a superstar too. Everything is, you know what though? It, if if it really came down to it though, like if MJ did that Motown, like right now, like let's say we're starting with a blank slate, or the internet was out back then, would you think with like the whole? I really want to think about if the internet was out during the eighties, yo. Because the memification of it all, like it would be like a two day thing. You get what I'm saying? Where mm. with with that moment from the eighties up until we were able to see it on VHS or whatever. See, we weren't able to see that, you know? Like, it was thing, just... Yeah. It, I, I'm sorry, real quick, but this is the thing, the thing about, like, the memification and, like, moments. Because when we think about something like the moonwalk, like, media outlets showed us that, right? And it just, like... And it meant something because of, like, what we saw it on. Like, we know that that was, like, the, the, the Motown show. We might have saw the footage on the VH1 or whatever the case was, Right. But I feel like with social media and, like, people kind of moving away from television a bit, people are definitely still true to series and shows and things like that. But, like, you know, it's it's, it's kind of just like um, sports is kind of the only, like, you dig what I'm saying? Like, the only thing that, like, people are tuning in for. Award shows, not so much, right? Like, maybe in terms of, like, the Grammys, yes, or the Oscars. But not, not, so, not so much, I don't think, as far as... But I think what I'm trying to say here is just, with the memification and stuff like in regular people just like putting stuff up and having it available and this person putting this thing on their YouTube account and things like that and it not necessarily coming from these like media like you know what mm-hmm. I mean like like channels such as a VH1 and things like that I think it means less to folks if that makes sense yeah um, yeah, it's, I don't it's know. too accessible. It's, I don't know. Maybe it's, it's it's been. I don't. Maybe that needs to be developed a little bit on my end. But yeah, it's it's some validity to his to his initial statement. The oversaturation, I think, is definitely like. Yeah, I mean, he's on to something. Yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. That's what I think. I think is you know, I I can't really come up with a fleshed out idea. I got to sit on it some more. But I do believe that he's on to something with that, and it's definitely a conversation to be had. Um. Yo, 
LeBron's put it out there, yo. Mm-hmm. Y'all sign Bronny, y'all getting him. Mm-hmm. Y'all draft Bronny, y'all getting him, man. What do you, what, I mean, we always said this was happening. That we or I think this is a four or four like duh. Like we like we knew this was trying. Like you're you're trying to do this. Like, Cleveland, Cleveland's gonna do it. Yeah, that, that's that's the hallmark card, as Tony Kornheiser said earlier on around the horn. That's the perfect way to put it. That's the hallmark. That's the that's the, that's the perfect. And Cleveland draft Bronny. They, if if y'all thought it was crazy about the frozen envelope, you know what they did in New York, but with the thing that people aren't questioning, and it just so happens yes, we, that yeah, we know that New York got screwed out of getting Zion. Yes, we know that. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, it's no coincidence that one franchise that you know, like I don't know if the Cleveland owner has any type of photos anywhere, but they always look out like. It's crazy. They got the number one draft pick, what, like three or four years out of five or whatever, like some absorbent number. And don't don't be surprised if Cleveland doesn't, I mean, does get uh, Bronny because that's what's going to happen. What a way to end it. Or oh, I win the well, championship. Well, Cleveland's actually my pretty good this year. So, I mean, I don't think they ain't tanking. Yeah, yeah but trade up or someone's going to pass on the first pick for Bronny. Like, there's going to be someone, something, some shenanigans will occur. That's what's going to happen. Mm. I don't know. I mean, yeah, that's the that's the storybook ending. That's the you know the Michael Mann ending. You know, you seeing LeBron walk into that arena one more time. You know, to get ready for you know to play with his son. Oh, it's it's gonna happen like this. It's gonna go like this. I wouldn't be surprised if they, you know, they they don't start off right or someone gets hurt. ESPN is gonna like. Go crazy that week. The oh, yeah. first game, they're on the court together. It's gonna be wild. And I wish them all the best. I just hope that yeah. it works out in a in a great way because you know I love to see someone like LeBron succeed. The guy's a stand up guy. I'm just kind of mad that he didn't give Steph Curry the record. You know he could have easily just passed it to him for the three. But listen, yeah, not, man. Not you one. forget Cleveland. That you forget that, that this is my city. <laughs> yeah, listen, he's from Cleveland too, but like Steph was balling. They out both of his from Akron. They both born in fucking mind. Like it was. Yeah, they was, cra- it was. It was crazy. It was fun. It was. But that's that was a fun All Star game. Stuff. That was a fun All Star game. Yo, let's talk about Mike, man. Yo, yo, what was up with Mike? <laughs> in a, in a pattern, touching the yo, the hey, man's yo, yo, was Mike off? Was Mike off the off the good? Off, was he, he was drunk? He was off, he was off the yak. yak. Listen, I, listen. It's no coincidence. He was touching Bubba on Wallace, Steph Curry. Bubba Wallace played second in the Daytona 500. He caught the flight to Cleveland. Yeah. Touched Steve Stephen Curry's head. He was rubbing on his head, and then the kid goes for 50. Yo. Was him? that Mike or was that Magic? No, that was Mike. Mike. That was Magic's Mike? arms was down because I thought okay. the same thing. Now, he, no. I just couldn't see him in the shot. Yo, you gotta look at him talking to uh, Dennis. Wow, ta- him talking to Dennis Robin, like he's grabbed his nigga, just tucked, like, "Hey man, you know you." I actually was listening to. Him. He's like, "Yo, you know I miss you, man. When you coming to see me, man? When you coming to see me?" <laughs> like, what are y'all about to do with Charlotte? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yo, I read a tweet though. It was I. I don't know who said it, but somebody had said, "You know what I mean?" Shout out to them, whoever they are. You know, it just hits me at this moment. They was like. You know, this is kind of like a 
backseat type conversation. If you know this is a, you know, I think it is probably is important to people. But they said they, you know, Mike definitely has probably had some Henny. And but like we, you know, he's always kind of been. Mike is an interesting guy. But they say they the fraternity of the basketball thing and everything. They, they say they, they this person said that they think the uh, death of Kobe really impacted Mike. Uh, cause we you know we, we we saw him speak and everything like that. But like seeing him in this you know in the diamond anniversary of the league and his pantheon of great players and, and, and like he's Mike. You dig what I'm saying? A lot of people were saying like yeah like Mike not coming is fucked up. Mike a fucked up person. And, uh, you know, the performances start and everything, and they're calling the names out, they're calling the guards out, you know what I mean? You know, and then and, 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 and behold, he's there. You know what I mean? My guy comes out and everything like that, then, we see, then he's there. You dig up, But then when you see these reactions and stuff, it's like, damn, he seems like he's having a great time with these people. But, I mean, it, it may have to the point where it's like now you see all of your people again and stuff like that. And I think that, like, you know, I'm getting certain vibes of, uh, you know, the, uh, the last stand and everything like that and the documentary and, you know, seeing him with Dennis and just the younger guys too. Even like when he went up to Luca, you do know what I'm saying. Like he, you know, you know, he's watching the game real close. I mean, he's an owner. You mm-hmm. do know what I'm saying. So he's definitely always watching the game. Um, but yeah, man, I just thought that like it gave it, when I saw that tweet, it gave me a new perspective on him. You know, those interactions and embracing people in, in the way he was. Like Mike's still a wild boy, still funny. The memes are definitely always a, a great thing, and it's always funny. Um, but yeah, so you it, think it, he's being a little bit more accessible? Different. You think he's being he's being a little bit more accessible? He's peeling back the the mask a little bit. He's, you do, you know what I mean? You know, it, you know, Mike. I mean, is, this you know, is like us seeing this is like how we saw Kobe. Like I think year one, year two of his retirement. Like we ain't never seen this Kobe before. Like where Kobe's like actually like like at peace and smiling and like. Yeah, I, yeah, kicking it with everybody and like joking and being like seeing him interact with other players is just seeing him do like becoming Kobe. Yeah, like the like the second you we're seeing the second life of Kobe or whatever, so to speak. It's just like damn, you know. Yeah. It's just like damn, we ain't never seen that Kobe before, and I think you know that. I understand what you're saying, love. We, you know, it's kind of reminiscent, you know, of the impact of that Kobe, you know, of losing Kobe. You know, shoot, you don't want to, you know, time is fleeting, so you gotta cherish these moments while you have them. So you know, smell the roses while you can still hand them. I mean, I don't think he ever gonna, you know, chill with Isaiah, but uh, <laughs> I didn't see nothing between those guys. <laughs> it was it was interesting to see MJ this way. It was Listen, like. The yeah. Boston Big Three, the Boston Big Three took a picture together. I was I was elated to see that. I was so happy. Like that man. happened before Michael and Isaiah. No, <laughs> nobody wins when the family feuds, man. It was good to see that. I was I was surprised. Um KG was very respectable, even though he was next to LeBron. I know they still have some history, but it was it was good to see Michael like that because it was like seeing your dad or your like uncle like be with his friends. Like you don't see that side normally, so you're like Yo, what is happening? He's actually right. yeah. yeah, just him hugging out Luca and like shaking, and then <laughs> I laughed because maybe it was just the angle. But when uh, Cat the came seriousness like, hey. on his face when he challenged MJ to one on one, he was like, "Yo, where your shoes at?" <laughs> right. Listen, it was. It's somebody like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> Did y'all see that video recently about like a year or two ago? And Mike randomly played a pickup game with some kids. They was like young kids. They was like 11, 12. And I, I think they knew who Michael Jordan was. You dig what I'm saying? But, like, 
in the video, like you could hear him saying, like, yo, like y'all, y'all better go type in Michael Jordan on YouTube. Like <laughs> he just he just he just draining shit. He just popping shit, you know, stuff like you know, all types of shit. Hezzies and all and he fucking the kids up. They bought like 11, 12. But like it was a funny little highlight video. And it it, it went like viral. It was like on the Huffington Post. I think that's like I bet you Mike movie shit, but if there was ever some type of miracle shot, miracle pill to where like you can like de-age like 10 years, 20 years or whatever, or you can feel like your 20 year old or you can get a pill where you can feel like your 20 year old self, Michael Jordan would take that shit and be out there fucking henny eyed and all, red eyed and all, Jay and niggas. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Joel Embiid was doing the same thing too. He was dunking on kids. Yeah, he definitely was. And he's crazy. It, it was good. I mean, it it was a very fun. Like, I'm not saying I lost the love to watch basketball, but just seeing like the young guys and everyone just, you know, even Lamelo was getting the shots in. It was, it definitely made me say, you know what, I need to watch a lot more NBA basketball because we don't realize what we have until it's either gone or those those guys are retired. It was overall. I'm not gonna, I'm shit, not gonna but, front, man. Yeah. Listen, I'm I grew up. During, you know, the era, like, the hand checks, when the final score was, like, 89-78, you know, like, if somebody got the 110, like, somebody must have went crazy, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody you know, was where, doing something wrong on defense. Yeah, like, like, three, like, don't, like, I think I, I typed this, like, the, the only time I saw niggas shoot threes was, like, fucking a, a nigga named Stojakovic or fucking... Ray Allen, yeah. Or Ray Allen or something. Not this not, horn horn sack or some nigga shooting a three, like something like it wasn't like a three all the time. That looked crazy, man. Like it, you it know, was but all like one, you know when they say Steph kind of killed uh, the game, uh, in some ways it did kind of kill like I won't say it kind of killed the game. It it, revo- it definitely revolution the three-point revolution definitely revolutionized it, but the viewership did kind of go down because it was just like, like this is just like now it's just geared toward like how NFL is just geared towards the towards the quarterback. The game now is is geared towards the guard. I think what it is like I grew, yeah like when you say like there's no more like like I remember true centers, you know, and it's crazy because like I think like a Jelani Okafor if like could really work if that system really if that system was still allowed to be in that system now in the NBA now you know guys like him like so many guys that like kind of grew up in a certain or, or learned a certain way you know by the time they get to the NBA oh now the NBA is this way now I gotta shoot threes like what the fuck nigga like I've been raised to be working out working on the post and shit all my fucking life now y'all want me to be a stretch four it, now yeah. y'all want me to be seven foot one and hit corners like and hit and hit corner threes like I'm fucking Clay Thompson. What the fuck y'all want from me? I think too. Like you I want grew up rebounds and you want threes. I grew <laughs> like, up. I grew up in the kid. era. So when I started playing basketball, I wasn't the shortest, but I was always like the the one who had like you know the meat on them. I was like I could take the charge. I could do what I need to do. I could bang boards, do what I got to do, and then eventually like. AI was getting into the league where everyone was about the flashy handles and, you know, the passes and all that. I was just about banging down low. Like, Tim Duncan, one of my favorite basketball players. Leon Poe, one of my favorite basketball players. Leon Poe. Listen, 
I used to watch him, and then like once I got into high school, they were like, "Listen, we need you to play like Boo Boo Rodriguez. We need you to ball like um, what's his name? He used to play for the U- Deron Williams. Like, yeah. I was just like, yo, I only know how to bang on the bottom. They're like, listen, these kids are six seven. You gotta work it out. They used to call me the garbage man because I would just pick up all the trash and just right. toss it right back up. They used to call me Baby Artest. <laughs> he said Baby Artest. <laughs> and then I played in a couple of rec leagues after high school, and then like I start seeing people shooting threes. I'm like, dude, I, I can't defend a three. I'm supposed to hold down the paint, and nobody would drive it in. And I was a left-handed like Ginobili. So also congratulations to Manny Ginobili getting to the Hall of Fame. So first ballot. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Yo, so snubs. Do anybody got any snubs? The White Howard should be should have been in the seventy five. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. The White Howard should have been in there. James, here's the thing. I mean, I'm sorry, my fault. Um, he has AD, a ring now. AD shouldn't even be in it. That's what I said. Anthony First Davis all, has. I don't know if y'all watched that special on TNT. It was like this, like ultimate draft of this other seventy fifth team, and it was different people there. It was yeah, I was on. Yeah, yeah, I saw, yeah, I saw it. He he was available. Sue Bird selected Anthony Davis over like fucking I don't know somebody really prominent. And it's like yeah I I don't I, I don't I love see this is the thing AD is a true basketball player. You know what I'm saying? Like high school crazy. He had that growth spurt. Kentucky fucking out of there. We knew he was gonna be something. He got that shit. But it's like yeah I won't make an argument against certain cats like Dame and Russell Westbrook. Uh, but some people will, James, right? James uh, James Harden is questionable, right? You know, but AD was definitely the most questionable. And it, you know what? Just put it in perspective. Should AD, Kyrie be in there? AD is AD is Kyrie our, Yeah, um, Kyrie. Oh yeah, Kyrie definitely did. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Oh, what's his name? Old boy from the Lakers. Um. Now Lamar Odom, the other one who went down, the young dude, he had like a fro. He had the crazy like frizzled fro, fro at one point. Uh, fuck. Who did he play for? He played for the Lakers, and then uh, he was it was him and Odom on, on on center, and then it was just like, damn. I'm trying to remember. Hold on. He had a fro. Yeah, he had a crazy afro, and then like you about Andrew tried- Bynum. Yes. Anthony Davis and Andrew Bynum are the same. Like, I'm sorry. Both got one chip, whatever, cool. But it's like he I doesn't deserve to be he doesn't deserve to be in the freaking NBA seventy five. Maybe NBA one hundred, but seventy five, like, you know, Dwight was it, man. Maybe. Maybe in the next twenty five years. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he'll get there. They they ain't really not too many hood dudes, man. It, they didn't let fucking. I, I was like, yo, Dwight don't get out. I was like, yo, y'all really hate Dwight? Like, what the fuck did Dwight do to niggas? Like, everything. <laughs> that Stan Van Gundy shit was. They, they, they still hold that against him to this day. Oh, yeah. I mean, the public, they not really talking about it. Like, you know, cause but what, the media, you talking about, but the media hold, hold that? That's a thing in basketball, huh? But you talking about the media holds it against him? I, I feel like the 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 fraternity of basketball and who gets what, who gets the you because we can like because we talk about Kyrie right. Look at his whole thing with the with the stuff this year about vaccines and this. Yeah, you know I mean you 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 kind of making the basketball people upset. 
You know what I mean? The voters, the Hall of all of them guys that make them decisions. You know, Adam Silver. You dig what I'm saying? Like the union people. I, I don't know. You dig what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, it's like Rashid Wallace, right? Rashid Wallace it's probably. You know, I mean, was was CJ McCollum he the president now? You know, I don't think yeah. CJ had a problem. Yeah. Wait, how isn't Ben Wallace on the NBA seventy five? Wait a minute, Ben Wallace is on there, and, and wait, no, he, Ben he, Wallace made it. And no, no, he did not. I'm saying neither one did, of them did. Nor oh, ben, I'm about to or, say, nor so ben, ben Wallace made it before fucking Dwight Howard. Like, no, I would no, no, like, no, no. I gotta fight somebody. Like, we gotta fight. That's like putting Sam Perkins on there. Okay, you mean Kendrick Perkins? No, Sam Perkins. <laughs> oh, okay, I was gonna say. I, I thought you were slandering my man Kendrick Perkins. Listen. Big perks, my dude. Don't don't do that to me. <laughs> Make you disappear like Cody. <laughs> no man, yo. I'm gonna tell you something, bro. I hate it. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm about to just start doing the claw niggas like fucking Jawan Howard and shit. <laughs> I hated Kobe growing up, man. I just want to. It was good to see them win that title that year in 08. So if they didn't take that picture, I would have been highly upset. We knew Kobe was gonna get his. Oh. We knew we knew what was coming next year. We knew what was coming that very next year. But that year, it was the vibe. I don't know just something about that team. Same with Detroit. Speaking about Ben Wallace, the 4 The vibe that year was just there. It was like, I really hope they take And they took that shit. You just always let to see the Eastern Conference come out against LA. So, you know. But, you know, rest in peace, Kobe, man. Even when Boston won, that was a vibe. Oh, my God. It was just a vibe yeah, that year. That- like er, like everybody wanted Boston to do it. Everybody wanted KG to get his ring. Like everybody wanted KG to get his ring. Like yeah, it was like it was a vibe that year, man. Who went that next year? Dwight and the Magic. Yeah, it was Lake. It was Celtics and then Lakers and Magic and then uh, Lakers Celtics 2010. I remember that because they won on the day. The I one that LeBron was supposed to go to Lakers was the Lakers Magic one. Yeah, I, I was. I was that's part- where Kobe. Where that's where Kobe uh, told LeBron, he's like, "Yo, I did my part." I got right. You supposed to meet me. Dude. Like you supposed to meet me. Like, you ain't meet me. Like yeah. And then that year after 2010 was when LeBron went to Miami because I remember the Celtics sent his ass home. That's, yo, who the fuck? How did the Magic get there? Like the niggas had like what Michael Petris, like Courtney Lee or some shit. Yeah, that Courtney Lee. They had. Um, he was getting his ass. Man, never mind. Like, how did they get there? Like, I'm thinking, like... J.J. Reddick, Heydu he, he Turkoglu, Rashad Lewis. Heydu Turkoglu. Tony Battier, fucking Tony Anthony. Tony Battier? Tony Battier? Oh, wait, hold on. My bad. Hold on. I'm I'm reading, like, just No, that's quite a team. Heydu Turkoglu and fucking Shane Battier. Hey, Ray for Austin. Battier was there? Yeah, Howard, Anthony Johnson, Courtney Lee, Rashad Lewis, Tyron Lou, South Charleston, South Carolina legend, Star J- High School, Jameer Nelson, Michael yeah. Petrus, JJ yeah. Reddick, Jeremy Richardson, and then Haiti Turkoglu. <laughs> oh shit! I'm just laughing. Right now. <laughs> Jason I'm Richardson. Huh? No, no, no. Uh, what was the last name? Jeremy Richardson. Oh. That's funny. I'm just thinking That's a about weird team, bro. That's a weird team. Let me see. 2010 play. That's a weird team. And I bet like Cleveland had like him, Delonte West, Mo Williams. Like 
Hold up. Uh, Orlando. Because Orlando entered in at a, as a two seed. They played Charlotte. And then if I remember correctly, I think they either played. They played oh, Atlanta. Play is at the Donna Two Listening Experience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was crazy. I, I guess it's going on now. I think so. Yeah, so the Magic beat the Celtics in six. I remember that. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, so they, they had a – oh, man. I just think back of the Zaza Pachulia. Nothing easy. Game seven, baby. Game seven. Nothing easy. Game seven, baby. I just love a certain European. Oh, shit. The league and just make a name for these folks. They saying the sound man's fucking up. Oh, for the Donda. Man. Yeah, they said Ye gonna stab somebody for his mic not working right. Oh yeah, he. I guess he threw the mic because it's it's popping up in my group chat. Hold on, the fucking the sound man is not making it out the building tonight if Kanye catches him. <laughs> nah, niggas gotta jump the sound man. But man, so WrestleMania twenty one was one of them ones though. Yeah, WrestleMania twenty one. So oh, that was gonna talk about. So we want to talk about the Cody shit. We want to talk about the Cody shit. We want to talk yeah, about yeah, 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 yeah. One time. So Cody out, you know. Cody out. Going. What? I mean, going back to to Titan. Going back to you know New York. Um, I said this a couple episodes ago when we were talking about the inflation of AEW. People are going to defer. They're going to come back. I, I, I move back and forth. This is this is one of the the ones I think this is like but one Cody, of the first movements. But Cody Rhodes, the it's leader of the revolution, because like it's, it's it's like that's telling about what Rito said about his point. It's, the fact that it is Cody is very telling. Uh, I'm hearing that like yo, he they knocked that down. I'm hearing that like, they demoted him as the booker. They ain't let him book no more. He was he was kind of hot about that. I think too with, because the Bucks. I listen. They they seem like very well established gentlemen. I will say that, but I think when like you're sitting in those meetings with your friends and like the people that you like go up to bat with, you know you're gonna be like, no no no, do this for me, do this, do that. It's like that little brother, big brother shit, you know, like oh nah, we got it, we'll take care of you, we'll give you one, you know. And. My whole perspective on that is I think once the ball got moving, the Bucks were like, nah, we need more time. Like, I don't know where the finances are or where the relationships are at, but I think it's like, you know, Cody's, I mean, not Cody, Kenny's not here right now. So I think Kenny was like the, the, uh, what do you call it? The, the between guy, you know? So with Kenny doing that, being gone and doing that, I think, Things were said because obviously people couldn't sit on meetings, traveling, and all that. And eventually, it just got to the point where it's like, "Yo, Cody, you're not bigger than us." Or, "Hey, you know what? Just just take it easy." And it was just like, "We'll owe you another one." And I think he saw it as, "Oh, you know what? I'll do you a favor later. I'll do you a favor and later." Because you know, Vince, he's infamous for saying shit like that, saying, "Oh, I'll do you the favor. I'll do you the favor." But where he's seen where dudes have came back to the E and gotten their, you know, their name for lack of better words. I think that's what Cody's aiming for. I think he's trying to just get that Rhodes name back and just earn his keep back in the WWE. Because you come back to the WWE, you're going to be welcome with open arms. Is he going to be welcome back with open arms? Hell yeah. I was just, 
I was just mad at the fact that they fucking made me watch Raw for three hours last night, and my dumbass was expecting Cody. And then once I saw Logan Paul come out, I was tight. I was worked, brother. When does it happen? Yo, um... I think at MSG. Dominic Mysterio is the wrestler version of Tariq. From Ooh. Power. That's funny. You call it Eddie Ghost? You call it Eddie Ghost? <laughs> you wrong! <laughs> you wrong! <laughs> Listen, I love Eddie Girl, so I'm not going to take any slander, but that's wild. And Brock's 50, huh? <laughs> nah, I'm just saying, like, when they bought, because this is going to happen. The Mysterio beef is going to happen with, with Ray and fucking Dolly. That That's going to happen. We're at Backlash WrestleMania? Yeah, somewhere there. I think, yeah. I mean, do you think Edge is going to fight? Uh, I don't think Edge is fighting Cody. Everyone's thinking that. I think it's going to be Edge and Edge. Nah, we're getting Edge and Edge. So where do you plug Cody in? Like... Where does it work? I mean, is it is it an on stage talent? Is it a backstage talent? Like Cody's coming after uh, coming after WrestleMania. The Monday after WrestleMania. Yeah, that's what I'm predicting. That's the only why. Why would you waste him right now? I mean, you could do it at the MSG show. All you could do, all you do right now, you know, get in the lab, chill. You know, work on your vignette. We work on some vignettes. We'll work on whatever. You know, hit the PC. train a little bit, get yourself, get yourself to get get your mind right right now. But other than that, until fucking Monday after Mania, that's when you coming out, bro. You until then, you chilling. Cody as the raw GM. Hmm. I don't know. And he still got that know. briefcase. I just think Cody just Cody comes out. Cody still got that Seth briefcase. Or something. Seth, Seth is out there talking some shit. Do you hear wrestling has more than one royal family? <laughs> do you see? Do you see Cody come out? He's gonna come out with that with that wet briefcase with all the seaweed hanging out of it. <laughs> you remember he threw the briefcase into the lake? It was never claimed. I'm just saying, yo, he's gonna, gonna come out like somebody's gonna be. T- Somebody like Seth, man. Yeah. I'm just waiting on the Kevin Owens uh Austin uh, match that they're hyping up. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting to see. I think I think what AEW is gonna do now is like they lost someone, but they didn't lose someone like major. I mean, yeah, Cody's major, like they had that banger of a match with Sammy Guevara, and that was <sighs> But he wasn't necessarily one of the pillars, so I think he's gonna be all right. Like this was them losing Cody isn't anything too too serious because granted his role as EVP was lowered, but I, I don't know. I mean, unless someone else bigger defers, I don't see I don't see really a shift unless you know they do the thing where he like does the shot heard around the world in the world of professional wrestling. You know, he just pulls up at like uh, Lex Luger did at uh, TNT. Yeah. I mean, so this is my thing here. Cody definitely in, ended up at like not as significant a pillar, right? Mm-hmm. But when AEW was uh, coming together, you know, all in, all of that, 
Who was the face of that movement? Cody. It necessarily wasn't Kenny Omega. I thought it was Jericho, honestly. Like, I think Jericho was kind of like one of the major parts because, you know, when you think back... You think he's back. Consider, he's absolutely, once we think about the commencement of AEW, like once it started, Jericho, absolutely, absolutely. Because I think it was like Jericho and then Kenny and then even Mox. The on him. Yeah, Mox, yeah, my, yeah. I mean, but I mean, I, Cody. And when I, I say the face, not necessarily like the champion or like the in ring, you know what I mean? The main the. Because, you, we, we, you know, we talked about on this podcast before about, you know, Cody potentially running for office and, you know, mm-hmm. the, the kind of, you know, the, the, the punditry and talking and the ability to sell things. Like, I kind of see, like, you know, cause I, and, I, and I definitely, the Jericho thing is definitely valid. But just when everything was happening, right, the guy, put, he joins Bullet Club, the list comes out, you know, he's hopping around. But then, like, once all in and all of that stuff starts happening, like, like you have the Bucks right there, there alone, but I really feel like Cody was just like the one that was selling this. Like he was the person that was campaigning. Mm. Yeah, you know I mean, um, for this particular quote unquote revolution. Um, and the reason why this is so interesting, and I think for me, and I, you know, y'all might agree, it just shows how time and wrestling is a. Uh, it's not how it used to be. It's getting faster. Um, we kind of talked about the punch thing earlier in Superstars. Mm-hmm. Um, and within that conversation, social media was brought up. And I feel like time in wrestling right now was so, like, it's, it's just, like, speeding up. And it's just, like, the, the amount of time it took for Cody to be, like, either one of the faces or the face of an organization. Yeah. And that was kind of selling it to us and, like, you know, putting on the suits and also performing in ring and, these ideas, you know, the, the 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 ring and the all these the TNT titles and all of this stuff, mm-hmm. um, his influence, all of that within like the all in double or nothing AEW kind of like chronology here. Yeah, you did what I'm saying. It's just it's just kind of like man, how did this happen? And I just think that like he, like you know, because we 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 we're hearing the conversations about you know the crowd turning on him, the crowd turning on Brandy. Uh, and just certain ideas, and I guess, you know, the head bumps with Kenny and those guys, it's just, like, the amount of time it took for him to go back. Because ideally, it's like, remember he said, like, he was, he didn't want to, like, go for the title yeah. one time or something like that. Yeah, that and he told himself he's never going to get it again, yeah. Yeah, and I wasn't sure what that was about. Um, but, yeah, man, I think that, like, I guess, I guess his work is done there. It's just, it's just, it's just interesting, because, you know, AEW, I mean, you know, they they, they move. I mean, but, but yo, like look at the shade that he kind of getting. Like, look, Kenny Omega. He said that. Um, <laughs> yo, Jeff Hardy said Donda too. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Jeff Hardy said Donda too. Lifeless. <laughs> Jeff I Hardy was, said. I guess he was spotted in the crowd. My bad. I was just. Oh, in the crowd. Oh, I thought he was like there. Like, oh man, I was about to say, yo, he about to do no more words. <laughs> <laughs> But I think back to, you know, about AEW, I think the next few pieces to fall are going to be, like, the... I don't want to call them under guys because they're not. But, like, I feel like the... What's his name? Brian Cage is probably going to be next. And, you know, that kind of caliber of talent that's probably going to move over or just flat well, out. what they said about Cody. Kenny Omega said, that's sort of where the Bucks and I differed from Cody. 
We never wanted to go to war with Vince in WWE. We wanted to give people an option to get us a platform for our brand of storytelling and our style of wrestling. Hmm. When this eight, when this thing AEW first started, the most passionate person of our revolution, the most passionate person of of creating the us versus them mentality was Cody, and it was strange for him to just to choose to just up and walk away. There we have it. And I haven't heard that quote yet, or nor have I heard the interview. Um, that you did say the initial one earlier, a few minutes ago, but that's 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 kind of heavy, man. And if, and if you're gonna go back, you know, it's kind of like you know, I don't know. It's just it's it's, it's wild, interesting stuff that just happened in this wrestling world, man. And I don't know, like it's I hey, I think. Yeah, I think as the chips fall, like, I could see someone probably like Colt Cabana leaving. Like, anyone who was part of uh, Evil Uno's Dark Order, uh, maybe even FTR, Dustin's probably, like, you know, just kind of the guys that aren't on as TV much or just, you know, non-utilized talent. I mean, who knows? Even Private Party might get moved, you know? Like, we don't know. We It's it's just an influx of talent in so many, fran- uh, not franchises, but just different companies to go to. It's... It's interesting. There's definitely going to be another paradigm shift, as, you know, the great John Moxley said. <laughs> Yo, this nigga Kenny said, when Cody had his way of going about things, I wasn't sure how to follow up with that, nor was I interested. There was Kenny doing his thing, the Bucks doing their thing, and the Codyverse over there doing whatever it is that he does. That he does. Wow. I think it might be that New Japan line of thinking. Like, I think with Cody, he was probably trying to do stuff that was a little bit more off cuff off edge or more you know a certain nuance and just kind of you know different way of going things and then it was just like nah now nah, we want to do it this way and cody was like that's the same shit why are we doing this why are we why are we circling back because the guy knows how to put on a match he knows how to do a good promo and presentation but i mean there's certain things that he might be lacking in AEW where wwe might favor him as far as exposure getting out there and just really selling what he is working on. I just hope he doesn't come back as Stardust. Or if he does, he does it like Surface Sting style. Man, if that boy come back as, man. <laughs> He'll probably do the whole Tony Starkman too, because I know like uh, Cody Industries or Rhodes Industries, you know? Yeah, man. It's, uh, Cause at first I'm just like, this will work, right? Like this. Oh, know, once I saw, once I saw the days, press release, yeah. Yeah, once you saw the press release, right? But with the um, them early murmurs, I'm like, hold on. But once that press release came out, it's the AI. Oh boy, y'all watch Elimination Chamber? Mm, I watched uh, watch- Big Oose. I watched Big Oose against Goldberg. Yeah. And then the Usos were like, yo, let's get up out of here. <laughs> yo, they were literally coming out. War Raiders got their ass beat, and then they just ran back. I was just like, wow. Yeah, they I just got want to see Bianca win, man. You know? Right, I, was, I was happy to see that. Uh, Lita put on a hell of a match. And, like, that got me to watching the O3 Chamber. Because, man, the O3 Chamber, like, Shawn Michaels winning, although that outfit was atrocious. But, you know. With the chocolate doo doo pants, <laughs> <laughs> but but I didn't notice until now he was wearing cowboy boots, so I was just like, I'll give him a pass. Shit kickers, 
And then the 2003 Kane, like, how was that guy not a champion? Like, that guy was in his prime. He was at peak physique. He was, he was a monster, man. And just, just seeing him underutilized like that, or just getting buried by H, which I understand, you know, it happens. But man, 03 Kane was like my favorite version of Kane. Yo, I'm watching Nitro right now. I'm at where the is. NWO Wolfpack at NWO Hollywood and Sting has just joined. <laughs> and nobody is more happy to be a part of NWO than Lex Luger. <laughs> I was just going to say that. I saw you tweet about that the other day. Out yo, that shirt. my nigga Lex Luger is so hype about being a part of Wolfpack, bro, yo. The, the, the facial expressions. Yo, what's the um, the Red and Black Jays? The um, the the breads? Oh, the twelves. Yeah, he got the twelves on. <laughs> <laughs> he was ready. He's like, oh shit, can't like, get these off. Yo, Kevin like Nash, man. He yo, had... nobody was more happy to be a part of NWO than than fucking Lex Luger. That nigga was hype. That nigga was just happy to be there. And then he had got Sting with him. That nigga was feeling him stuff. You know, you know when remember when you were a kid and you used to lay out your outfit on your bed before school? That's what he did with that NWO shirt and them jeans. I'm a killer with this. Yo, 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 I can't wait. Woo! With the with the hands crossed. Conan probably he probably went to the probably went to Foot Locker with Conan or something. <laughs> nah, he went with Kevin Nash. You know damn well Nash had that drip. Like that dude. Coming out with the FUBU button downs and the J's. Oh my god. And the can- the leather Kangles, a leather Harley Davidson Kangles. Triple H saw it. He's like, I gotta get me one of them. I swear Kevo from Detroit. He had the Bro, listen, man. <laughs> that nigga is a wolf pack, man, in Hollywood. Yeah, that shit is wilding right now. Dude, it was wilding all night, bro, bro. Yo, I'm like, surprised they didn't pull out the Vansons, you know, them, them jackets. <laughs> yo, my nigga, yo, my nigga Raven just cussing out people. What about me? What about Raven? <laughs> yo, those personalities. Like. Yo, he going through some shit. Him, um, him and Canyon, them they, like <laughs> they beef going on right now. Raven and Canyon, my nigga, like this shit is wild. Did Scott Steiner come out with the tiger yet? Or and then, Nah, this is uh, when Booker T and the guy who must not be named um, went went through that best of seven for the TV title. Went to go um, went through a best of seven to go against Fit Finley for the fit, for the TV title. Mm. Yup, you know what? Booker yeah. at home, Booker and that guy. You know what's crazy is now and those are some good matches. Oh three or oh four like SmackDown. They went like, for they, the they ran it back or whatever. They 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 ran it back seven best of seven series. That was some of the best damn matches I ever seen. That alone is Hall of Fame worthy. But obviously, you know things got complicated. Yeah, man. Booker was doing his thing. You know, Booker yeah, was doing his thing. With the man, listen, whoever he, was. Yo, just watching WCW right now, like right, like. It's, in 98, 90, like, this is when, like, I don't know, man. It's going to get to a point where I don't, I can't stand to watch WCW. Oh, you got there, like, O two 2 maybe? Or nah, when it, when it starts getting to, like, when they did that weird-ass logo. With oh. The, with the, yeah, that's when I'm probably going to be like, the, nah. The, I'm the, gonna the joint that looks like the spaceships from uh, yeah. Independence Day? Yeah, that shit. <laughs> uh, man. 
That shit looks crazy as fuck, yeah. Okay, now it's all coming back to me because I think that was the same year. Like, they had, like, fucking shit like WCW Sin. Yes. Like, what? Like, nigga, Sin. Like, what happened to Slamboree, nigga? (laughs) (laughs) Sold out and all that stuff. Nah, sold out. That's, That's cool. But, like, nigga, like, Sin. Like, nigga, like. This ain't bashing the beach. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, not even WWF got like shit That's called sin. Thing. That's another thing. How Cody leave the new WCW that he tried to that he loved so much? Because you, it got some of them vibes. I guess he didn't the whole trademark get taken out for AW for for Bash at the Beach. Oh. Bro, we can't go back. Like, this shit looks crazy. <laughs> yeah, we had like Sin, it's... Super Brawl Revenge, Greed, Mayhem, Millennium Final, New yeah. Blood Rising. New Blood Rising. Yeah. yeah. Yo, Sting, yo, the whole Sting and Vampiro shit, I think I'm going to watch that shit. I can't wait to watch that shit. It's all on uh, the Peacock? Yeah, garbage-ass app. <laughs> <laughs> garbage-ass app, yo. That shit crashes like at least tw- once every episode. Like I don't, I don't think it, I've ha- I haven't had that issue. I feel like it's been working with me, but then again, like I'm streaming from my phone to my screen. But yeah, no, um, Elimination Chamber was interesting. It was one of the few pay per views I watched from WWE because I was expecting. So we getting title versus title. So yeah, we, the unification. Big Oos is gonna beat Brock. He's honestly he deserves this run. Like I understand, and here's the thing: Brock is getting likable again. Like that Pat McAfee big, interview, big some of the Oos best. Is big beat Brock, then while he's celebrating, you're gonna hear, if you smell, do 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 with the rock. And then oh, so you're telling me he's gonna hold those belts for a year, and they're gonna put them on the line? Yes. Oh man, it's big ooze. So what are we gonna do with like put, secondary put, titles? Listen, man, big it's big ooze, bro. It's, this is where you make the Intercontinental Championship one of the best titles of all time. And, and Cody's coming back. Ah, aha. Okay, okay. I can, let, I can see. Let him, let him and Miz go after it. Back and forth, back and forth. Ben takes it. Cena, Cena gets it, or even even this dude, um, Sheamus, to complete the cycle. Hopefully. Because one of them, I think they're both missing the IC to complete the cycle. Cena doesn't got IC, I know that, so he just needs that to complete the cycle for all titles. I don't know. Listen, man. You could probably take the title off a of big... You don't need the title for Big Ooze against The Rock. You don't. Honestly. You don't need that. It's gonna be interesting. To see do you what they think do you need to do you think you need a title for for Big Ooze versus Rock? I mean, when's Black Adam coming out? Because I think they're gonna probably use that for public. If The Rock has a movie coming out within the same window of WrestleMania, it's gonna they're gonna do it. You know, they want the promo. Yeah. You know, I just I don't know. But I'm saying, but do you need it for the title? You don't need. I don't think that's a match that you need for the title. Well, who's going to take it off of him is the question. Big Ooze? A lot of people, I mean... Yeah, you have to make I, I don't want to see Big Ooze against, um, against, against Lashley. Yeah, I mean, 
It's interesting. We haven't seen that feud. We haven't seen that. Yeah, I, I think what's what's interesting is uh, yeah, my last I just lost my train of thought. Um, the Rock Blood Feud. Yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting to see. Um, I watched Raw last night and Tommaso Ciampa and Finn are a tag team. They're called the Finn Blue Line. <laughs> interesting enough, right? Yeah, no, that's not the name. I'm just fucking with y'all, but it's 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 gonna it's it's good to see you know something happening different on Raw, you know. Listen, Finn don't really care no more, bro. No, nah, he doesn't. You think Finn he's I... leaving soon? AJ just resigned, so. Nah, Finn is like on some Shinsuke Nakamura type shit to where like my nigga like I can like nigga I can go in the in the beach and like surf and shit like I'm I'm cool like. <laughs> she was like, yo, I'm good, bro. Like. Shinsuke, Shinsuke def- defended the title once in like 800 days. It's crazy. Also, <laughs> Cody, Cody, when you come back, bro, change the title back to the old title. Listen, yeah. listen, hey, Cody probably might come back and be on some shit. Like, I left the yeah, mid card for this. Like, <laughs> I guess you had to choose yourself, man. I guess, I guess it's a good I don't time. Know, man. I don't know what's going to happen, man. Uh, they said that Brandy's not coming. Yeah, be a mom, collect a check. I mean, you'd be straight. What I want to see is him and LA Knight work something out, because that'd be interesting. That's one of my guys from the original Black and Yellow, so. Because this new 2.0 stuff, I mean, Nikita, you know, it's, it's nice <laughs> to look at. But, you know, I've been verbally told. To Nikita, boy. Nakita, you know Elton John song. You gonna nah, hit that? What's that? Raquel, Raquel, um, not Gonzalez. Not you know, not yo. What do y'all think about this control your narrative type bullshit? I don't know. It it it, it sounds like some hillbilly backwards like. Fucking cool it like shit. some QAnon. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to say <laughs> it. That's what it is. I didn't want to say the word. I didn't want to get control fun. your narrative. Yeah. Right wing. It's like the name of a right wing podcast. <laughs> like QAnon Wrestling Federation. <laughs> my, my ex is gonna be in. The, she's gonna be one of the ring girls. She's gonna be a referee. Oh no. <laughs> Back from from Yo, shout, oh also shout out to Drake Maverick for you know for getting back getting you know getting back in there. You know, he ain't a talent no more, but he on creative. Right. Yeah, so we're gonna see a lot of little talent winning big titles. You know they came to Drake like yo yo Drake, yo, look, listen, this is what we doing. Drake was like nah <laughs> That man walked into a bar and said turn on AEW while he was still employed. <laughs> Y'all I, we talked about this. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, man, he you know, hopefully he, you know. But yeah, but now he working but now he working in creative. Yeah, so you know, his touch, he dig what I'm saying, he he applies something that, you know, he feels isn't present. And he succeeds at that. So uh, Bianca. So Bianca is uh Bianca Becky at WrestleMania. Yo, I think Vince is gonna <laughs> I hope Bianca wins. Two for, I, th- I think two, Vince- two against the horsewomen? I think Vince too. I think I think Vince is gonna pull some shiesty shit and just be like, "Oh, you guys Charlotte. thought she was gonna win?" And you know, here comes Charlotte. He, he's gonna so you, like, hit, be, you hit Bianca's music, and then you. Uh, 
Yo, Bianca's gonna. Oh my God! See, don't even put that in there because I feel like that's what happened. Becky's gonna hit the Bexplex. Ah, oh, was he the manhandle slam? That's what she's doing. The rock bottom for Charlotte to come down, right? Like, what would be right after? Right after Charlotte loses to uh, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte's gonna come. (laughs) Like, how do you make? Like, how do you stipulate that into Bianca and Becky situation? I that would gonna... be dirty if they just did it like that. <laughs> oh like, my, or even Ronda? Oh my god. Like if they put the Ronda and Charlotte match on first. No, yeah, I think come on. No, I, I feel like she got look, no money in the bank or nothing. Whoever loses, like, come oh, on. they're gonna they're so gonna there's gonna be something. Somebody's gonna be like, you know what? We're gonna make this a trip. She's gonna come out and do something, and they're like, you know what? We're gonna make this a triple threat. As soon as they ring the bell, fucking, she's gonna hit a natural selection on fucking on Bianca, and that's gonna be it. Yeah. (laughs) If that happens, yo. In Jerry World, that's fucked up. In Jerry World. (laughs) What I'm saying? That's that's niggas would burn down. Dallas will be on fire. See, bro, that's why I might be back at the Airbnb. Cause... <laughs> don't, don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Yo. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think I won't be there for that either. It's two nights here. That shit going to be... I mean, I'm going to be chilling in my cabana. Like... I know the night. I, I, I got to see Big Ooze. I want to see Big Ooze. When yeah. the... That's we, night two. We know the, we're not going to know the cards, though, right? Yeah, right. but that's night no, two. We, we will. We will. We will. That's night two. Night one's going to be, I think, uh, Charlotte, and then night two is going to be Becky and Bianca because, you know, they want to get them ch- tickets out. Edge, Edge, whoever's Edge is facing, I think that's going to open up one of the nights. That's going to be... Edge and AJ. Edge AJ? Or no, Edge and we got to get, get Edge and AJ. We got to get that. Yeah, we just was talking about that. Yeah, hopefully we get that. Yeah, we need that. I, I just ain't never a spear into Catching the spear into a fucking Styles Clash. Yo. Yeah, we mean? just know that, like, yo, the, the promos is going to be A1. It is. His promo last like, night. Them niggas going to be talking that shit to each other. Like, oh. like Father Time. Yo, so, sorry. I want to hear AJ Styles call Cap on Edge. <laughs> Cap, it's totally Cap. I want to take a moment too, just because I should have said that at the top of the show, but I was just reminded. Uh, prayers to Devon. You know. Uh, oh he, yeah, man. He had that yeah, surgery. Spine, yeah, he had that surgery. You know, speedy recovery. I guess can't he was told he's not gonna wrestle man. again. Yeah, man, so. Can't wrestle again. You know, speaking of the greats. Right. You know, you know, but they talk. Oh, they trying to get Stone Cold back in there, man. Like, what is, what is the E doing? Like, y'all got niggas who are ready to work, but like, no, let's just go and get like niggas who are get are, get Uncle Steve. Yo, Uncle yeah, Steve, you get Uncle get Steve. You want to get? Nah, Dwayne didn't say anything. So, you know, we tried getting Kid Rock. We couldn't get Kid Rock. We tried getting The Rock. We couldn't get The Rock. So, <laughs> See, trying to rock with us. I need you for t- I need you for ten minutes. I just need you to, you know, you're just going to come in and you, you won't even wrestle after match. You just come I, in. I think what's going to happen, they'll be you the get like a hot tag and that's it. And they'll win. I think what's going to happen is he'll do a KO segment, KO sh- shitting on Texas, and then the glass breaks, comes in, raises hell, flips birds, 
takes a stunner, drinks a beer, goes home. Everyone's happy. Yeah, KO would take a stunner from Stone Cold. Yeah, yeah, that sounds likely. That's gonna get a. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> what? Oh, they can't. They, I'm tired of them doing my nigga KO like that, dog. Like. Uh, he resigned for a reason, man. If listen, if you told me I could get super Oh, I mean listen, like KO he paid. KO yo KO is fine. Like he is like he's not tripping. I know he ain't tripping. Just as I'm just speaking from a fan. I know he I know that he ain't tripping. He like Psh. My, Nah, who's your favorite check, wrestler? I get of all my time. I get my checks, my huh? Who's your favorite wrestler of all time? Your favorite current wrestler? Or even the legend. That's alive right now. My favorite of all time. I'm not even gonna lie, y'all gonna look at me like kind of crazy. My favorite of all time has always been Triple H. So you take a pedigree from Triple H, right, for a check? (laughs) 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 Just that visual, (laughs) because you sell the fuck out of it. I know that. No, nah, I mean, listen, I, I said you that want- about what um what Goldberg did, yo, like for 15 minutes and I get choked out at the end, like for five, for half a mil. All right. <laughs> I'll take a quote. Do you want my like, eyes okay. closed or do you want like with the tongue out? And like, <laughs> <laughs> like how, you want me to, how you want me to look when you choke me out? Listen, I'll <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a coup de grace for, for a good meal. Yo, right you want here. the eyes roll in the back of my head or whatever? You want me to foam at the mouth or something? I got you. Just let me know how it... Yeah. And congratulations to Taker getting in the Hall of Fame, finally hanging it up, you know? Yeah. You know, the Undertaker's a great person. the Bad Bunny concert, yo. Oh, yeah. That, that, was, that was all over Telemundo and Wampa back here. So my mom told me about this. She's like, oh, you see your favorite wrestler? I'm like, Ma, he's not my favorite wrestler. He's one of my favorites. But, you know, call me when Eddie Guerrero's in the Selena video. What? (laughs) (laughs) Call me when Eddie Guerrero's in the Selena video? (laughs) Oh, man. That's why. Yeah, let's just end it on that. So, need to know. (laughs) Need to know. <laughs> my my need to know is Dark Side of the Nineties on uh, Vice Land. I okay. started watching that the other night, and it's it's amazing. Like just seeing the coverage that Baywatch got. You know, like I said, my need to know was Pam and Tommy a couple weeks back, or even last show, and it was it was good. It's it definitely put things on perspectives. Like I know, you know, Nas just retired in the nineties, so he was around to see Baywatch after he got a forty hour shift. You know, at the freight. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He had a bag full of Beanie Babies and Pogs in the other hand. That's crazy. Talk about, yo, I got these knockoff joints. Let me sell them out. You know, just getting off his shift at the video store. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh wow. that's, what, that's what you think of me. Hey, listen, I said you went to a Nirvana concert, so give me that. You saw Nirvana live. Nah, I wish. I wish. Oh, we got to do the band thing too. You know, we'll get that. Oh yeah, yeah, we definitely got to work on that. Um, Lo, what you need to know? Um, I need to know for this week is the debut of James Harden. Um. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean the fifty-point shellacking you took from the Celtics? 
You know what I mean? He, he, then please enjoy. <laughs> please enjoy. But you say Joel and Joel. I'm the one Philly fan. I'm the one Philly fan. People could talk all of that. Listen, man, I was I, I was there when the Phillies lost their tenth thousandth game to the St. Louis Cardinals. I've been through it all. I don't know if you saw, but we're recording this. Today is 222. It's now the 23rd. But there was a account called Philadelphia uh, Random Sports Players, right? And they did a whole thing about, like, 222 and different people that played for the Eagles and shit. Deuce Staley. Deuce Staley scores the first touchdown in the 2003 NFC Championship, I believe, against Tampa Bay. Brian Mitchell actually had a kick return in that game because we won the coin toss. Turned it to about the 30. You do what I'm saying? Second down, we had six points. You couldn't tell the whole city we wasn't going to win that championship. I had put that on the timeline today. We lost that game. You do what I'm saying? Like, I've been through the worst heartbreak. Those little 50 points, man, d- please enjoy. MVP candidate was playing. I love it. We love Tatum. I love Tatum. I wish he was. You do what I'm saying? But it's just, you know, my Dean to do for this week. Like Philadelphia 76ers, the debut of James Harden. You dig what I'm saying? It's going to be very interesting before we come back to Philly. We see the Knicks. You dig what I'm saying? When are the next time we see the Celtics? That'll be very interesting. He we looks happy to be the there. Huh? He looks happy to be there. Yeah. But then again, he looks happy to be there when he was in Brooklyn. You dig what I'm saying? He, James Harden is an interesting dude, man. Yeah, well, once he started eating Philly cheesesteaks and trying to move to L.A., you know, get back to me. <laughs> no Ishka was one or two until after we win the championship. <laughs> I don't think he'll be – I don't know, man, you know. I, you know Meek is going – Meek probably going to be there. Is, is it a home game, the debut? I think we got Minnesota, so it is not. We got to hit the road after the All-Star break. Oh, that, that we, home debut come, is gonna be something. Then we come to the though. garden. Yeah, the home debut probably gonna be against y'all. I'm not sure. That home debut is gonna be something. Cause we got we got the we in the garden on the 27th of February. Then we. You should just then, go ahead and get then your y'all visit South Philly. Seventh. Oh yeah, we we we. I'm to make my pick. I want to go to the Brooklyn game. Cause I already saw KD put that work on us. No pause. I'm talking about basketball, folks. In the Barclay, but I mean, I want to. I, I want to see if Ben going to show up for that. For that. For that. Uh, for that. For that first Brooklyn game. You right. know. So. Oh, you guys got a back to back. You got the 27th and March 2nd. Yeah. So you guys are good. We don't see you guys at all. So. It's over. The series is over this year. It's definitely yeah, over. Yeah. Um, Philly game too. Y'all took y'all took the series, right? Uh, we, we... Damn right. Yeah, cause we got the joint on the fourteenth. We yeah, okay, okay. Good basketball. Twentieth, yeah. Let me see. My need yeah. to know is um. Damn. I, I didn't even think about this. I haven't thought about it at all. Um, my need to know right now, uh, yeah, it's a friend of mine, man. Um, he in Charleston. He has a, a single out right now called Say That. His name is Gino Judges. 
Uh, that's J E N O J U D G E S. Geno Judges. Um, it's called Say That. Um, he just released it. Um, December thirtieth. And like I see this guy perform this song, man, and it's just it's it's a good song, man. It's really good, man. Uh, so shout out to him and the Outlaw Inc. But definitely, um. You know, I'm not saying, you know, buy it. You know, I, listen to it first, man. Gino Judges, say that. <clears throat> That's S-A-Y-D-A-T. Say that by Gino, J-E-N-O, Judges. And, uh, yeah, that's what I need to know. And, um, oh, shit. Resolution 2. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. DNA, Hall of the Dawn, Charlie Clips, Lou Castro, Easy, Aver, Tita, Sharon. Oh my God. Boy, 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 boy. Interesting battles, man. Who, who, who you got? Who you got? Well, you know I got Easy. Yeah, of course, Easy versus. I Aver. just saw that DNA Hollow face off, man. Yeah, my homeboy just told me to watch that. I need to watch that. I mean, DNA ready for the. He's ready for sure. But Hollow, man, you you just can't. Hollow shows up. Hollow definitely shows up. I think T-Top and Sharon would be interesting. What did we just see at Band? Who did um, Sharon go? Who did Sharon go against at Band? I forgot. Charlie Cliss and Lou Castro. How do you think? You think Lou Castro rebounds from uh, when he kind of stumbled? I think he does. I think Lou is back. He showed up at Midnight Madness. I think Lou back. Real name Brandon uh, versus Kid Slade. That's gonna be a good one. That's gonna be a good one. Um, Kid Slade had an okay showing at Band, but Brandon he didn't have no other choice but to do what he did. So I don't know, man. I think Brandon, for me, Brandon has the momentum, but Slade another one. Slade talked that shit too. And that's yeah, that's gonna be crazy for three rounds. That's that's gonna be that's gonna be crazy. Yeah. I think I like I like I, <clears throat> I like I like Brandon a lot, but I don't want to count Slade out. Like I said, these is good battles, man. These is real good battles. Yeah, bro. I'm really real good. Yeah. Can't wait to watch these. Can't wait to watch these. Oh, and I, and I don't want to discredit Verb too much. I'm not a Verb fan. I know Verb is a legend, but yeah. yeah. It's different, man. It's, it's but different. we gonna see how we gonna see Easy. You know, I think Easy about to go crazy. So, Rito, you gonna go on the caffeine app and watch this? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I'll I'll watch it right after uh, American Gangster. <laughs> A battle gonna have to go viral. Like it's gonna have to be like I mean battles have went viral in the past several months, but I guess it's I gonna guess. have to be one of the ones I guess to turn something. it on. Oh yeah. You know. There's a better chance of Isaiah and MJ, you know, dapping it up, taking the flick than me watching battle rap on caffeine. Yeah. All right, man. <laughs> I, I, I just thought well, I clips, clips might get at Lou. I don't know. Clips is dangerous, but yeah, yeah clips, that's what I'm saying. Clips is dangerous. That's why I'm yeah. not. I, I'm not counting out clips. I'm not counting out Lou though. 
don't know. T-Top 2-1. Jerome. Yeah. It might be a debatable. It might be. Because I had to think about it. Yeah, T-Top took EK last battle. I think Sharon took Danny at band. Big K going against uh, J Mills on the overall overall RBE. I, yeah, man, there's some things going on over there, man. I heard Big K got that. He got because it. I heard he got that. They talking about it. They talk. You know the battles happen. They just going. I think they going. I think they're going to air this weekend. They're going to stream it. Arsenal and Jag isn't isn't going to make the card uh, for business reasons. Um, but there's some other interesting battles on this card. Um, I don't have it up right now. I just had a resolution too, but uh, you're straight to it. RB. Yeah, I, I'll watch Aaron big. I, I would. Yeah, I, I want to watch that big K and J Mills battle. I want to watch yeah. that. Yeah. RB well, getting busy too. Yeah, man. Shout out to Red Breed. Shout out to the URL and all those guys, man. Um. Oh yeah, disaster retired and started his own battle league or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got the cold card now. Yeah, ill will and Reed Dallas. Ooh. Rosenberg Raw and Cicero. Yeah, I heard it was. I didn't hear too much about the. I heard Illwell got that. I. It, it's a lot. It's Chef Trez and Jay Murder. Yeah, it's a few on here. Big Cannon and Gwitty. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, it's it's a lot going on, man. Dear Young Ill, man, I need you to come out of wherever you at and just start rapping again, man. We ain't here in Midwest yet. <laughs> What's I, need, I need Young Ill back on scene. I need a. I need a. Who is this nigga? <laughs> just right. Like, yeah, man. I need young L back on the scene, bro. All right, man. Y'all know how we do it, man. Like we always do at this time. Thank y'all for tuning in with us. We appreciate it. Episode 43, man. This is it's good. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it a lot. Um, also, yesterday was like our two-year anniversary on Twitter. Yeah. Two years, man. Yeah. Two years of control. Building. In the building. Feels good, man. Let's keep building. Feels really, really good. Uh, here's to another year. Let's keep it going, man. Let's keep doing it. Oh, let's my God. Let's, let's see. Hold up. <laughs> Yo. He's <laughs> sending the picture. No, this is not going to be the photo. <laughs> ah, come on. <laughs> oh my Hold gosh, on. man. <laughs> Listen, I try to be a low about it. He said I try oh to be a low about gosh. it. Yo, anyways, yo. Glad we do it this time, man. Y'all know the phrase. Y'all know the quote. God is called to qualify. He qualifies to call. That is Christine Kane. On behalf of the fellas and myself, thank y'all for tuning in. So, from us to y'all, good night, good luck, inshallah. Farewell, peace and love, one yourself, bang, Be bang, original. Gang. Be original. Damn, okay. Cody. Damn, be, Cody. be original. That's all. That's I'm right, Rito. Okay. We close it out. Be original. Okay, Rito Khaled. I got you. That's great. All right. Tell, tell them again. Be original. The talk but, is different.